Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Uh, we want to welcome in Jenny Dixon uh, from DEP's Wildlife Division, the director of it. Jenny, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm very well. Thank you. Can you, you, I mean, maybe you can't. It stops. Like, what was going on yesterday for you? Is it, was it related to the floods or? No, it was wildlife behaving badly, but, you know, it's that time of year. So we sort of expect it. Well, without getting into details with that, if you can't share, but like, what's going on? Well, you know, there's just a lot of, a lot of wildlife out and about right now. A lot of bears behaving badly. That's been a theme for, for this year, unfortunately. And, um, you know, we got other things that always seem to crop up. So a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You know, since you started with the bears, I'll ask, is there anything that's, are they going down the risk curve here? Like, is there any new behavior you're seeing or, or uh, things that I mean, we've seen them open the cars, open the doors? Um, you know, is there anything you know, different happening? You know, I think the thing that is increasingly concerning for us is just how comfortable a lot of bears are getting around people. You know, a lot of the things that worked really well before, banging pots and pans and trying to scare them off, are having less effect in areas where bears and humans come into, you know, contact with each other fairly frequently, in part because our bears are really keying in on those human-sourced foods. So whether it's trash, whether it's bird feeders, whether it's something you left out and forgot was outdoors, they're starting to really key in on those food rewards. They've gotten really used to, you know, walking through backyards, and that doesn't phase them anymore. They're just getting a little too comfortable around people and around yeah. homes. Does that and, make it know, more that, dangerous for people? I mean, does that mean they're, they're more likely to ignore you or, or more likely to attack you? It, well, we're fortunate in that black bears are, by nature, pretty mellow critters. You know, they're, it, it takes a lot to get them really riled up. But if one breaks into your house to search for food in your kitchen and, you know, you come around the corner, that could be a bad situation. You know, certainly if they're really comfortable around our yards and our pets decide they want to defend their territory, that's a problem as well. So, you know, I think it's... It's a source of concern just because there are a lot of potential things that could go wrong with those kinds of encounters, not to mention bears create a lot of structural damage when they break into a screen yeah. porch or, you know, go through a window and climb into a house. So there's that aspect of it, too. And it's, you know, it's just something that we really need to pay attention to. We all have to work together to try and prevent bears from learning those bad behaviors. Right. Is it is black is black bear the sole type of bear that's in the state? Yes. Yep. That's okay. the only one we have in this part so of the country. Any, any bear we see is a black bear. Okay. That's I yes. didn't I didn't actually didn't know that. We're talking with Jenny Dixon, of course, director of DEP's Wildlife Division here on Bryan and Company. I, I don't know if if you were you were sort of briefed on it. We've had a bobcat. Um, multiple sightings near our studios at 10 executive drive in Farmington. And I was super cautious. This, I mean, I was actually 
I wouldn't say scared, but I was nervous and hyper alert coming, making that 50 yard walk into the building this morning. But if a bobcat is frequenting a place like this, does that mean there's something wrong with the animal? Absolutely not. It just means that bobcats are very adaptable and it's probably been really successful at finding food in and around where the studio is. You know, certainly there's some pretty decent habitat near where the studio is located. There's a lot of food sources, particularly when you start getting into that, you know, urban, suburban, rural interface, just a lot of other small mammals and things that they can prey on. So a lot of good opportunities for them. They are expanding much like our bears are in terms of population. And what we found from a research study that we've been doing for the past three years is that they're a lot more adaptable than I think we ever thought they were. So we've been a little surprised at how easily they've adapted to being fairly close to where we are. I think the big difference for bobcats is that they do tend to be fairly elusive. You might get those glimpses of them, but that's probably all you're ever going to see is that brief glimpse of a bobcat. They do tend to make themselves fairly scarce most of the time. They, and they, they're not interested in us? No. For, you know, for them, we're not really anything of interest. You know, sort of the same things apply. We don't want to leave any easily accessible food around for them. And, you know, if you've got things like backyard chickens, you want to make sure you protect them because obviously that could be an interesting meal for a bobcat. But it's the same sort of thing. Just don't give them any opportunities to have easily accessible food in your yard. At least for bobcats, you know, they tend to, much like house cats, you know, they are much more carnivores than omnivores. So it changes the diet a little bit. Yeah. And and they will they go after our pets? They could go after outside cats. So, you know, we always recommend to people to keep your cats indoors for a whole host of reasons. Cats are really good at catching all kinds of wildlife from snakes and frogs to birds. And, you know, certainly bobcats would not pass up a cat if they were able to surprise one. Interesting. I always I always learn something. Jenny Dixon, DEP Wildlife Division Director here on Brian and Company. I might as well tick through. We have a, a couple of minutes here. We had seems like I've been doing this now. I think I'm in my third year here, and I was in Connecticut on the TV news side for a couple of years. I don't remember this much talk. It, it, it's certainly calmed down, but of moose sightings, are are they being pushed further south or something, or is it just is this typical? It's it's pretty typical, although I would say this year we had a lot of young moose that decided to wander and look for new territories, kind of all in the same concentrated few-week time period. And so, you know, it's not it's not that it was unusual, but certainly the, the concentration of activity in a few key areas was a little bit unusual. And, you know, being in areas where they're much more likely to be seen by people that that makes it just a little less typical than the average year so you know we do expect that in the springtime we are going to get some juvenile moose that are moving away from the territories that they grew up in and starting to find territories of their own and sometimes that can make them move hundreds of miles Hmm. so it's not unusual to see that kind of wandering behavior but to have, you know, four or five moose doing it all at the same time, that's a little bit unusual. Yeah. You know, a lot of times they'll, they'll 
wander more throughout kind of the northwestern part, north central part of the state, and we don't see them moving around to other places as much. But, you know, certainly that was not the case this year. Uh, Norfolk and all the flooding in certain parts of the northwestern part of the state, how does that impact the animal populations? Does that also push them out? You know, it's going to depend a little bit on what species you are. So for, you know, some of the birds, for example, that might have nested closer to stream banks and things like that, depending on what species they are, they could see nest flooding or nests get washed out. So, you know, they might lose their first clutch of the year. For some other species, you know, they're going to move, they're going to shift away from the flooding if they can. Some species, you know, some of the fish species may be forced downstream with the current. So it's going to depend a little bit on who you are and what the surrounding habitat looks like. Most of the time, those kinds of changes, unless they're incredibly severe, like what we've been seeing in Vermont, for example, wildlife can generally adapt and move. It's just if they've got those key things that are going on, nesting behavior, for example, that really limits their ability to move. The adults can, but obviously, you know, nestlings wouldn't be able to fly at this point. So right. Right. that that's where it gets challenging for wildlife. Jenny, thank you. I mean, it's always really fun for us and our audience to hear from you. So we really appreciate the time uh, during a very, very busy time for you. Thanks so much, Jenny. No problem. Always happy to talk about wildlife. Yeah, Jenny Dixon. Uh, director of DEP's Wildlife Division. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.